Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Holy Spirit, minister to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please sit down. Wow. Are you happy to be in church? All right. I'm also happy to be in church. Deborah, it's good to see you. All right. I'm happy to be at Jessica, right? Nice, nice, nice. If you smile, I'll see you. If you don't smile, also I'll see you. So if I have not seen you, it's because you are not smiling. Well, it's a blessing to be here with you. And the church is growing. The denomination is moving forward. Amen. Um, I think you saw some singing going on. Yeah. So with effect from before she sang, um, Every Tuesday, we are hoping to have different people singing. It's, it's, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, now listen up. Before you, you, oh yes. Now it's a variety. I don't know if you understand. It's a variety singing. So if you feel you can sing, you believe you can sing gospel? Just who, who should they see, please? Who should, please see, please see LP Della, so that you LP Joel. Okay, so please just see LP order order in court. Order order. Please see LP Joel so that. We can work it out. Then Tuesday you sing. Amen. Amen. You'll be surprised. Many people have many talents. And it's through the singing that we will find them. Amen. Amen. So it's just a variety. We've had it before. We've had different ones. Star of the night. We've had all these things before. It's just COVID and all some other demons who have come to disturb us. But we are back. Tell your neighbor we are back. We started again. When we finish, we'll come to dancing. Yeah, dancing. Energy, energy, energy. Then we'll be dancing. Yeah. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Also, I said that the denomination is growing. God has blessed us with two new bishops as a denomination. Um, Lady, Lady Reverend Elaine was consecrated today to the office of Episcopal Sister. Okay. Lady Reverend Elaine is the one we know as Mama E, Mama E, Bishop Clufio's wife. Uh-huh. So our chairman's wife, she's now Episcopal Sister Elaine Abla. Abela. Wow, nice. Nice, ne? Nice. Yeah, powerful. Then also we've been blessed with 
um, Bishop McIvan Mafora. And God is blessing. These are people we've been working and we've been working with for years. And years of faithfulness and hard work is being rewarded. Amen. So as you also prove yourself faithful over a number of years, you will also be made a bishop. Amen. I see bishops sitting in front of me and Episcopal sisters. If you are watching online, you are, a, you are a possible bishop. Let's just be faithful and let's fulfill our ministries. Hallelujah. So, incidentally and coincidentally, I'm continuing with my series, how you can make full proof of your ministry. How you can make full proof of your ministry. Amen. Second, I started this last Tuesday, if you were not here. And I'm continuing. So, 2 Timothy chapter 4, I'm reading from verse number 1. It says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time shall come when they shall not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth. A time will come, people will not listen to the truth anymore. I think we are even in those times. Amen. Why don't you put your phone away so that you can listen to the truth? having itchy ears, okay? And they shall turn to fables, which is stories. People check stories on Facebook more than they read the Bible now. Unfortunately, people even believe stories they see on Facebook more than the Bible now. We have reached that time. Do you get it? Yeah. So it says, because of that, but watch thou all things, endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Let's do evangelism. Because we are in those times and those times are fast approaching, let's do a lot of evangelism. Amen. And then it says, make foolproof of your ministry. Hallelujah. It says, make foolproof of your ministry. So God is expecting us in, in these times to make foolproof of our ministries. And I say your ministry is your destiny, your purpose, the reason for which God brought you onto this earth. Amen. Amen. To make full proof of your ministry ministry, is to fulfill your ministry. Colossians 4.17 says, Say unto Archippus, Take heed to the ministry thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Amen. So God is expecting us to fulfill our ministry. And make full proof of our ministries. So I started to share with you keys or how. And last week we looked at make full proof of your ministry by what? Seeking the mystery of the will of God. Seeking the mystery of the will of God. Amen. So we've gone in there. Today we want to see make full proof of your ministry. By following your desires. Amen. Now, I'm preaching from this book. So, there in this book, prophet shares with us a lot of keys. 
I can't share all of them because, I mean, we are going to, it's going to take time because there are a lot of them. Each one will take one Tuesday. Do you see? So I'm just going, just touching it so that the seal is broken. So that you have a reason to take this book to read. How many of you, there are some of the books in the Macarius, you've never read them before. But when we start preaching in them, then you are encouraged to read them. That's how it is. There was also a book in heaven. Nobody had opened it before. And they, when John went to heaven, they, they, he saw the angel weeping. Why was he weeping? Because nobody had opened the book until Jesus came to break the seal on the book and open the book. Do you get it? So anytime we preach from a book, the seal on the book is being broken. That's why even your interest in the book comes up. Then now even you can understand what the book is trying to say. Because even some of the books you have read, you are wondering, what is prophet trying to say? But when he starts to preach on it, then you now understand that, oh, this is what he is trying to say. Then now the same book begins to make more meaning to you. Today, may you get a revelation from what we are teaching. Amen. And I'm saying, make full proof of your ministry or fulfill your ministry, your destiny, your purpose, your mandate, the reason for which you are on this earth by following your desires. Amen. Now, our desires are more spiritual than we think they are. A desire is a spiritual thing. It's not just a feeling. It's spiritual. Because God talks to you through your desires. God speaks to you through your desires. God calls you through your desires. Your desires are connected to your ministry. First Timothy 3.1, Paul says that this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. It means this saying is true and nobody should even argue about it. Then what is the saying that he says is true? He says, if a man, this is a true saying, if a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. He says, if a man desires to do ministry work, if a man desires to be a shepherd, if a man desires to be a pastor, he has desired a good thing. Your calling is linked with your desires. It's linked with the things you like. Amen. God calls you by the things you like. Likewise, Satan also draws you by your desires. I'm saying a desire is so spiritual, you should be alert when it comes to desires. You shouldn't joke with it at all. Genesis chapter 3. The fall of man was just because of a desire that Eve had. If it had not been for desire, man wouldn't have fallen. Genesis chapter 3, I'm reading from verse number 1. It says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, ye shall, not, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But the tree, the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden... God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. So this is Satan. He wants to draw man into trouble. He wants to get man to disobey God. So he comes to talk to the woman. And he says to the woman, 
has God said that you shouldn't eat all the trees of the garden? And the woman said, God says we can eat everything apart from this particular tree which is in the midst of the garden. He says we shouldn't eat it. And even the woman goes to an extent to say, he says we shouldn't even touch it or else we will die. Then Satan comes back. He says, and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. I mean, how can you say that? You will never die. You shall not die. For God know, God that know that in the day thou eat of it thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall become God's, knowing good and evil. Let's stop here. Now, Satan was trying to get man to disobey God. But he came, he spoke to man, had an argument, but could not win. He could not win. Because the woman told him that God says we shouldn't even touch it. So even stop what you are saying. You don't have to stop this nonsense. But look at what happens in verse 6. So now Satan is gone. Oh. The argument is close. Satan is gone. Look at what is happening in verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the... Be careful the things you look at. They stir up something in you. It was good, <laughs> pleasant to the eye, a tree to be desired. Satan is gone. Because after this, you don't see Satan again. Satan appears. Satan appears when God comes. It's when God came and God called for a meeting. Then they sent for Satan. He just came, he planted the desire. And he left. He planted a desire. It, it was not the talking that led to this. It's like when the woman got a desire in the heart that this thing, number one, is good for food. I'm sure he saw Satan eating and said, Wow, Satan is smiling as he's eating it. And it was pleasant for the eyes. Like when you look at it, wow, it looks nice. Wow, yeah, yeah. Window shopping is a good example. They just use the, that principle. Window shopping, just look at it. Don't you see that when you go to the shop, you see things at the shop. You don't have money, but your heart is beating. The day you get money, you are rushing to go and get them. A desire has been sown in your... That's what advertisement does. When they make an advert, that's the whole thing. Look, one day, one day, some, some, some ministers visited me and they came to spend time with me. So as they were with us, they were with us, I think for almost a week or something. So we will go to the mall and they were trying to do some shopping. I remember one particular, one of them, when he, she sees anything that is like it's overly expensive, that is, is overpriced. Do you see? Say, oh, this thing is demon possessed. <laughs> issue, that's all. Oh, there she's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will look at the thing. Can I use your jacket, please? She will look at the thing. And say, oh, Charlie, it's very nice. Oh, wow. Hey. Oh, yeah. Then fit it. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. Then she will look at the tag. She said, hey, it's demon possessed. 
It's demonic. <laughs> Look, no matter what, she won't go back to it. Once she tells you that it's demon-possessed, she has finished with it. Some of you, you can't sleep. You can't sleep. You want to go. That's what Satan did. He said, it was pleasant to the eye. Be careful who you talk to. Be careful what you see. Because when people talk to you, they are sowing a desire. They are sowing a seed, a desire in your heart. So she said, and she saw that it was one to be desired. At this point, she took off it and she ate. No more Satan. No, Satan is gone. Satan, I'm sure he had reached Afghanistan somewhere, far away. She took off it and she ate and gave to her husband. And he also ate. Desire. So don't joke with your desires. God is interested in your desires. Satan is also interested in your desires. Yeah. So a desire is a very spiritual thing. It's not just some foolish thought that comes to your mind. That's why you have to be careful. When an evil desire comes into your, your mind or into your you have to get it away. Even your temptations and your sins. James. James. Where's James. James 1, 13 and 14. It says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot tempt with evil. Neither tempted he any man. Verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Your temptations, all the evil things that befall us that we go into. We Bible says we are drawn. It's, it's like it's a hook. Then we are being pulled by, by, by his own lust, which is the things you lust, you lust for, the things you desire. Lust is a desire in your heart. Things you desire. And then things that you are enticed. Things that are made to look nice to you. We just follow them. You just fall. I'm in a comfortable leader. The church is even, I've subdued the whole church. Oh, yes. I, I've, these two scriptures alone, they've, I'm sure they have subdued Facebook. Yeah, they've subdued Facebook already. I can't even go home. Yeah. Oh, yes. We are drawn by our desires. So from today, don't joke with your desires. Whether they are casual, they are serious. Look, if it's not a good desire, you have to deal with it immediately before it grows or else you will eventually fulfill it. Even the answers to your prayers are related to your desires. Mark chapter 11, Jesus said in verse 24, when you pray, whatsoever things you desire, have you found it? He said, therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So without desiring answers, they forget about answers. Jesus said, the prayers that I'm going to answer is based on the things that you desire. So without a desire, don't even start praying. I mean, you cannot even start praying when you don't have a desire. So, let us pray, let us pray for, um, for souls. You don't have a desire for souls. I mean, you, you, you wasted time. 
I said, if you go and check Facebook by now, I've subdued Facebook from the word of God. <laughs> oh, yes. Don't even start praying. When you don't, hey, look, you, if, if we have one hour to pray, you can use 59 minutes to stir up a desire and pray for a minute. You, you have a greater chance of receiving an answer than to pray for a whole hour without a desire. Without a desire. Without a desire. Without a desire. He says, whatsoever things you desire. So desire comes first. Then prayer. Then answers to the prayer. From today, don't joke with your desires anymore. That's why you shouldn't desire the wrong things. Shouldn't desire the wrong things. Let's look at six things. Six things from the Bible. Six things. Now open the chapter for me. Please. Number 14, page 14. Six things that are connected with your desire and your ministry. Number one, a desire is a spiritual thing. A spiritual person must pay attention to his desires. Pay attention to your desires. Don't joke with them. Don't joke with them. Pay attention to them. Amen. Let me read from the book. It is very important to pay attention to your desires. Your desires are used by God to do his will. God uses our desires to do his will. Amen. It says, as far back as the Garden of Eden, God decided to use desires to accomplish his will. We are going back to Genesis 3. In Genesis 3, Satan uses the desire of the woman to accomplish an evil. Then God also comes to use the desire. So let's go. That's number one. So take your desire seriously. Don't joke. I've already showed the answers to your prayers are based on your desires. Um, the sin you commit is all based on your desires. There are some of you here, you don't desire even the smell of um, tobacco. So, if, if I come and fill this whole place with tobacco, you are not likely to. You rather out of disgust leave the room. But if I put food here now, Jollof rice here now. Which is not for you. Immediately you wake up. Yeah. So, so don't joke with your desires. Yeah, don't joke with your desires. That's why you should watch your desires. You don't desire the wrong thing. Yeah. And some of us have, okay, we'll come to it. It's inside the book. The, the book let's not rush the book. Let's not rush the book. It's inside the book. Yeah, but we have evil desires and good desires. The book will tell us. We'll read it. Number two. God places desires in men to accomplish his will. In order to repopulate the earth, God placed a desire in women for men. This inexorable and inexplicable desire 
is now within every woman and is working out God's purpose to replenish the earth. Genesis 3. Let's go back there. Genesis 3. So this is when they ate and so and then God came. Verse, let's go to like 15 thereabout. 15 thereabout. And I'll put enmity between, okay, this is the woman. Eh? Go back one verse, let's see. And the Lord said unto the serpent, okay, this is the serpent. Go to the woman. 16. Unto the woman he said, I'll greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over you. So God put a desire in a woman for a man. This is one desire that, look, every woman has it. Whether they admit it publicly or not, they all have it. Because this is the only case that people run to. Because when we see a curse, we all run away from the curse. But this is the only curse that people run to. Be- because before you can conceive, you- it needs a man. And God says, you will have pain when you are conceiving. Women said, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll take it. <laughs> we will conceive. We will con- no problem. We'll take the pain. No matter how painful it is, we will handle it. No, we will handle it. And you will think after they've gone the first one, they've come, they'll stop. They'll go again. They'll go again. Again, again. They will take the pain. Yeah. Yeah, he says, in sorrow shall thou bring forth your children. He said, we don't mind. We are going to. We would like, we, we like this case, let it come to pass. Yeah. It says, your desire shall be after your husband. This is one of the most unbelievable powers on earth. You see a very, a very nice woman, good woman, intelligent woman. And then you see the man. I said, you see, I've been a pastor for about 20 years. So, <laughs> Serving the Lord and working in the church. Look, I'm almost always, please don't quote me anywhere that I said always, almost always surprised at the choice when the ladies bring the guy. I I always wonder. He cannot even add he cannot calculate. He cannot add. He's not good at maths. You see, she has gone to it. Say, this is the one I like. Hey! You, you see, and some of these things are caused by maybe when they were giving birth to the person, it took a long time for him to come out. So oxygen. Yeah. So you see, suddenly he cannot he cannot add. Mathematics, no. I'm telling you. But you see, the girl has gone too. A girl with a PhD, a master's. Sometimes even the girl is the one working or looking after the guy. It's like you are paying the guy to 
get the job done. Yeah. Hey! It's wild or desire. Desire. What desire can do? I'm telling you. Oh, I know he's lying. You see, the guy, sometimes he, he, has gone, he has gone to bring a liar, a total liar. Look, I, I heard that. Where can I lean? Can I lean here? I heard that when a guy is talking to you and he leans on something, do you see, and he does that, he's lying. <laughs> Look, I don't think the camera got it. Okay, uh, let me use the... I, when he does this, do you see? He puts his hand on the thing to hold, to support his head. And he puts the leg like this. He's lying. Most, no matter what, he's lying. No, that was just a joke. Okay, please. Hey. So this is a guy lying. Lies after lies. You see the guy, the girl still. Then look at the fire. He said, and he shall rule over you. Every area of life, we fight oppression. Anything that oppresses us, we fight it, except in this area. You see, the guy is beating the girl completely. So, he loves me. It's because he's jealous. He's jealous. He loves me. His love, his love produces jealousy. Even in the church, you would think that it's in the world, but even in the church, it exists. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, this is what desire. Why has God made it so? So that men can be with women, so that the earth can be populated to accomplish his will of replenishing the earth. If it was not for this case, oh, look at you, say you. I was in the same class with you. You couldn't pass chemistry. Titration. You couldn't do titration. Do you know titration? You couldn't titrate. Yet you want to propose to me. Sometimes you even see the girl is finishing school. The guy has dropped out. Yeah, I met a girl. Even this Sunday, somebody was showing us a picture of a guy. Then Pastor Lugan said, even the guy is not handsome. We don't, shouldn't even go. Almost always. I said, almost what? Always. Oh, yes. Almost always. You look at it. Then you take it like, you as a pastor, you don't want to show it, so you take in a deep breath. You just know that the curse is working. Yeah. No, I was coming to tell you a story now, I've forgotten. Another story crossed it. I forgot it. Okay, another one. Okay. You see, he's beating her. He's even cheating on her. But, oh, you will say, ah, but many of you, you have been people who have been cheating on you, but you can't, you, you, you. let's not say it on TV. Let's not say it on TV. Let's go on. Let's go on. Pastor Meli, let's go on. Yeah. Do you know why? The curse is working. The curse is working. The curse is at work. And the curse, do you know why the curse is so strong? It's hooked with a desire, a desire, a desire, a desire. 
and God is using it to fulfill the plans. The plans. Have you not heard stories of a guy, a girl who has looked after a guy to go to school, everything. Now when the guy finishes school and now has a good job, you see, he has gone to take somebody else. And as you were on it, people would tell you, say they are jealous. Desire. Almost, I said what? Almost always. One of these days, I'm going to have another one like that. Say, ah, then you know, most you just glory be to God. <laughs> number three, please find number three in the book for me. <laughs> Are we at number three? Is still here? Okay. Hey, Charlie, old age. The desire for things disappear when the mission is over. Because God calls us and draws us with, with our desires. When the desire disappears, it means the mission is also over. If you check out somebody who's at the point of dying, you will see desire is gone. That's how they knew David was dead. They knew he was dying. When he couldn't stir up a desire at, on his bed, they said, oh no, he's finished. Our man is finished. Because we know our man. Desire never fails. Yeah. Oh, yes. The end of desire is usually the end of the mission. Desires do genuinely fail and completely stop. A person who's at the end of his life, his life's mission, is usually without a desire to live. A person at the end of his life's mission has no desire to accomplish anything now. We have kidney failure. We have heart failure. Also, we have desire failure. There's a time that desire fails. Bible says in Ecclesiastes 12, 5, it says, And when they shall be afraid of that which is high, means they will be afraid of heights. And fear shall be in the way. And the almond tree shall flourish, means people shall start going gray. And the grasshopper shall become a burden. Then what will happen? And desire shall fail. Why? Because man goeth to his long home and the mourners go about the streets. It means the person's life is coming to an end. When you lose desire, everything you are doing is coming to an end. What you are doing comes to an end. When you start losing desire, it's coming to an end. The Bible says, when desire fails, the reason is because man is going to his long home. Your long home is where you came. You are going back to eternity. That's how desire fails. And the mourners, those who cry at funerals, they jump into the street. May your desire for God continue to be strong as you fulfill your mission on this earth. Yeah, desire. Be careful of your desire. Now, number four. There may be evil desires, but there are also good desires. A man is filled of good desires and evil desires. A man being the common homo sapiens. All of us 
good desires and evil desires. That's why you have to fight every evil desire. Some desires are illegal. Amen. Bible says one of the Ten Commandments, I think commandment number nine, said, covet not your neighbor's wife. Don't desire your neighbor's wife. It, there are three things that he says don't desire. Your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's ass. Your, yeah, those, those are the things there. Just that when you are talking about your neighbor's wife and, and, and maid servant, okay, man servant, your neighbor's servant, your neighbor's wife, and then your neighbor's ass. It sounds like something else. So don't kiss, yeah, don't kiss, yeah. The way he puts it, that's why we don't say it. Yes, don't desire your neighbor's car. I mean, you can't be walking there claiming my car for yourself. It's an evil desire. Can you go? I receive it. Come, Bishop's car, come to me now. I receive it. Look, continue walking. One day, God will be gracious. He will bless you with a car. Actually, if you thank God that I have a car, it's a sign that God can bless you with a car. So don't desire your neighbor's this, your neighbor's that, your neighbor. It's an evil desire. And when an evil desire comes into your heart, it means Satan is trying to destroy you. Satan was trying to destroy man by putting that desire for that fruit in man. That's why you have to always be alarmed. As soon as a bad desire, you see, and a desire comes out and it comes when people talk to you. It's when you see things. Do you see it? When you see, that's why I say he was enticed. Nice to be looked at. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So it's like your eyes, your ears. They are all sources of desire. I mean, if, if you meet a guy, I mean, you shouldn't be talking about sex with somebody that, one, at a time that you shouldn't be having sex. What, what will happen? It will stir up desire in you. Once that desire is stirred up, you are in trouble. You have just hit the danger zone. Yeah, you are in trouble. Because the conversation will stir up an evil desire. Should I be having some? Oh, you know, we are just, we are just, um, what do you call it? I don't even know how to say it. We are, I don't even know how to say it. I mean, we are just. You are even lost, man. Yeah, they said we are just sexting. Yes. No, I know how to say it. I'm just waiting for you to fill me in. Oh, yes. Yes. The next thing you do, you see, boom, an evil desire is in your heart. Yeah. Amen. That's why you shouldn't be watching certain movies. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. They stir up evil desires in you. Then every day you are coming, let's pray for deliverance. If you were to stop watching those movies, there will be no need for prayer for deliverance. Yes. If you 
were to stop watching certain movies, immediately half of your problems are solved. Half of your problems are solved. Because you would have killed about 50% of the evil desires that will come into you. have killed it, they gone. Gone. But here you are. You want to watch every movie that has been made. So you move around in town like a thief. Yeah. Like a thief. Because every movie you are watching, they are stealing something. <laughs> hey! But they are also good desires. Yeah, good desires. God also puts, just as Satan is trying to plant evil desires in your heart, God is also trying to plant good desires inside your heart. Good desires in your heart. Desires for good things. Desires to serve him. Desires to love him. Desires to love even other people. Yeah, desire to love soul winning. All these things. God is the one putting it in your heart. It's not natural. God is the one putting it in your heart so that it can draw you to serving him. Even sometimes God puts a desire, which is like a liking for somebody, into your heart so that that liking for the person will draw you to the things of God. Yeah, will draw you into the things of God. Some of you are in church because of your friend. Because of your friend. Now, if you didn't like that friend, for the friend to bring you to church today, you'll be on your way to hell. Yeah, you'll be coolly going to hell nicely and happily. Happily singing songs. And then you'll go, Wahambanati. <laughs> and then you, when you get there, you, hey, 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 then you are going to hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You'll be surprised. God just put a liking in, in your heart for somebody. Do you get it? You didn't know that that liking was to draw you and bring you into the kingdom. So God also puts good, good desires into your heart. This pastor, he was following a certain girl. Liking the girl. Then the girl started to come to church. Then he felt, no, by all means, there are some bad boys in the church. They will try to take this girl from me. So let me go and protect my investment. Do you get it? So he started by coming to park outside the church. Like um, Amlek Security, M17, MI7. Uh-huh. So you come and park and be protecting our cars outside. Like a car guard. Then after some time, he realized that when the girl comes into the church, they are there for a long time. So he started to wonder, hey, maybe things don't happen. Because when the pastor has finished preaching, they are still inside the church. A lot can happen inside the church. So now let me step into the church and see who she's talking to in the church. 
Then he stepped into the church. Little did he know that God was calling him to make him a pastor in the church. But the only way God could get his attention is through liking that girl and God was just pulling. (laughs) He subscribed. Then he started to download. (laughs) Yeah, and like. And then he started to, he pressed the heart. Then now he started to share. And thumbs up. And he has started to share. Now, you know why you can't laugh at all this? Because you don't join flow prayer. So you don't know the church jokes. That's why you are lost. You don't join anything. So now as we are talking about subscribe, like, click the share, heart sign, thumbs up. You don't know what we are talking about. A bishop should concentrate on the preaching and preach. It's because of you. (laughs) This is actually the preaching. Oh, yes. So God puts good desires in your heart. And I'm saying one of them is just to create a liking for somebody. Sometimes you just see the pastor. I mean, you never receive from pastors. You have always believed that pastors are charlatans. Although you don't understand the word charlatan. But you have all, you, you heard it from Julius Malema and then you believed it. Pastors are charlatans. But when you saw this pastor, surprisingly, you just like him. You couldn't even believe that. Me? Pastor? No, no, no. I mean, I don't do pastors. But suddenly, you see, like, you like this pastor. God was using that desire to just pull you. To just pull you. Don't fight. Rather, the energy you use to fight that desire. You see, to fight the evil desires that come into us. Desire that something bad should happen to somebody. Desire that some wickedness should occur somewhere. Use that energy to fight it rather. Yeah. Number five. I'm going to six. I'm almost there. I have one minute to six. So, this is number six. Uh, evil desire. Good desire. The call of God is usually accompanied by a desire. When God calls you, he often places a desire within you. You notice your strong and passionate interest in certain things. Your love for God, your love for soul winning, your love for the church, your love for God's house. Some of you come to church, this is the only place that you are happy. Yeah, that's the only place. When you go back, it's just, hmm, Hmm, hmm. That's how you breathe when you are out of here. It's like you're on life support. <laughs> or you're on a ventilator. But when you come to church, then you are happy. Even when you are coming, you are annoyed. Today, I won't go to church. I don't, eh, I'm not going, I'm not going. Then when you get into the church, you become happy in the church. God is calling you. God is using that desire to call you. Your call is usually associated with your desires. Because it's unusual. You see, some of you, to be interested in soul winning, that somebody else, you are going to heaven. Somebody else who's on his own doing whatever he like. Even you have won him so many times, but you are just hoping that he will change and go to heaven. It's on your heart. It's unusual. The world is filled with wickedness, revenge. That's all the selfishness, jealousy. That's all the world is filled with. If I have it, I want to be the only one to have it. Do you see? So, for you to, have, to even love the things of God, 
it's unusual. It's not, it's, it's not normal. It's not common. It's not like everybody. I mean, go to your school and see. Check from your lecture halls and see if everybody is interested in church. Tuesday evening like this, that they are in church. No, it's unusual. For you to be here on a Tuesday evening, God is putting a desire for his house. A desire. Some of you come to church on Sunday, you are here till the night. Recently, I was coming from um, Durban, Sunday. Just before I left, somebody asked me that. So when you go, what are the meetings about? Because you seem to be having so many meetings and you are not finishing. So the person asked, what are the meetings about? I said, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, so I said, at first I asked, what do you mean? He said, oh, no. So today as you are going, what are the meetings about? I said, when I get there, I will know. Don't worry. <laughs> ask for the meeting there. There are times there are things to talk about. There are times also you just get there and then you know that we have to talk about this thing. You can be there. Somebody even asks, I think you that, are you, do you always leave church Sundays at seven? Seven in the evening. Then she said, oh no, not every day. Not every day. Sometimes we leave at 10. Sometimes we leave at midnight. Yeah. Seven is very early. Yeah, because se- seven is, I'm now arriving from Durban. Before the meetings continue. You see, like when I arrive, my day has now started here. I don't know if you understand what I'm... I know you have been here from morning till seven. I've also been somewhere from morning till that seven. But when I get here, it's like a fresh page to me. So it's a new day to me. So we just start flying. It's unusual to give offerings in this world where everybody is trying to keep what they have. It's unusual to just, it's like, oh, they say give an offering. I gave on Sunday. I give again. It's not like between Sunday and right now I've earned any new money. But I give again. Then I give again. It's unusual. So when that thing is seen, even on a one day you give twice. It's, it's, it's God who's staring up that design in your heart. Staring up that design. Yeah. So your ministry is connected to it the things you desire. And number last one. So it says, if anyone desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good thing. Number six, God can place in your desire, in you a desire for an entire nation. That's the final one. God can place in you a desire for an entire nation. Paul said in Romans 10, and said, brethren, my heart desire and prayer for God is that Israel might be saved. Paul had a desire that the whole of Israel should be saved. The whole of Israel. One of the things that prophet did for us during flow prayer in the pandemic is prayer for nations. It's the salvation of nations. So, so suddenly we started to know nations. We started to be interested in other nations. First, we were only interested in KwaZulu Natal. If you stretch it, South Africa. We don't care about anybody. We don't care about Zimbabwe. We don't care about Botswana. We don't care about Lesotho. Then Prophet K said, let's begin to pray for nations. 
islands. Then you can, let's pray for Zimbabwe. Then they'll bring us seven cities in Zimbabwe. Cities that we have not heard of. We only knew of Harare. Then suddenly we start to hear of Bulawayo, um, Bindura, all these places that we didn't know about. We see them all on floor press. Eh? He say, then he will tell us their population. There are people here. There are this. They will, it will stir up a desire for them. The islands that we didn't know about. For, for, look, for two and a half years, we are on this prayer for nations. Prayer for nations. Mention places that we, we don't even know. And not even just like we just mentioned the name of the place. But show us places inside. Pray for them. That salvation will come there. That, that churches will be built there. That even we will go there as a mission. And plant churches. Seven cathedrals. Seven bishops. Do you know what seven cathedrals means? Do you know what seven bishops means? It means a bishop is somebody who oversees churches and pastors. So if we have seven bishops in a place with seven cathedrals. We, we, if, unless we have seven cathedrals, we can't have seven bishops. That's to start with, without a cathedral, we can't have a bishop. Do you get it? So it's like a cathedral and a, and a number of churches like that in the whole place. Salvation for. And some of these places we have prayed for during flow prayer. We have sent missionaries there. God has blessed us that we, to send missionaries to these places. It's a desire. God is controlling his vision, his plan, his mission on this earth through staring up a desire. Staring up a desire. May you follow your desires as you follow the will of God. As God draws you through your desires, may you follow it. May you not say, oh, oh, this is not, may may you not make it useless. Oh, this thing is nothing. This thing is nothing. If you don't operate in the time of the desire, you see, when the desire dies, you can't do anything anymore. When the desire dies, you see, two people in them say marry, then they'll be dragging their feet as though they have elephantiasis. Dragging their feet, dragging their feet. You'll be there, you see, desire has died. A whole confusion and disgrace has come. Yeah. Let's pack it up a bit. You see, confusion has come. A whole confusion. You see, two beloved, so you are moving. So, look, marry. Oh, we'll marry. According to, according to the Ndebele culture, we need six and a half years to firstly finish this, kill a cow, kill a goat, kill, by the time you run out, boom! Do, do you understand? Boom. Yeah, boom! Problem has come. A disgrace and a problem has come. Confusion all over the place. You don't even know where to do. And there are some confusions when you hold this leg. This leg is moving. When you hold the, both legs, the hands are moving. You hold the hands, the head is still moving. No matter. You, you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't fix it. If you don't move in the time of the desire, you see a whole problem has come. A whole problem has come. I said, before you realize, boom. We are too young. We are too young. My parents said we are too young. We are too young. So why have you found each other? Since you are too young, how did you find each other? (laughs) 
since you are too young, according to you, and of course, oh, but Bishop, my parents know me more than any, that's true. How did you find each other? Are you not too young to find each other then? But I realized, no. <laughs> oh, yes. A whole confusion, look. A whole confusion, has yes, the confusion cannot be overcome. For, uh, I mean, it's like a long albatross that is following you. No matter what you do, it's still following you. It's there. Have you seen somebody with a lock waist before? <laughs> or a hip, a hip pain before? You see, they are walking, but no matter what they do, you see that something is holding something. Yeah. Follower, you cannot. Handback of Notre Dame is still there. You can hide the time, but the handback is there. May you operate when the desire is there. Quickly. Within the time. Within the time. I see, I met a sister. A, girl, a guy is trying to make sense. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. We'll talk. I'm not ready. Then till the guy changes his mind. Do you remember that thing of, do you remember when you wanted me and I didn't wanted you? But I wanted somebody else. Now I'm available. Then the guy responded, they took me. Yeah. 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 And sisters, look. Let me tell you the truth in Zulu. You have a short, you have a short sell by date. Do you understand sell by? It means it must be sold by that time. It's not that long as you think it is. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yes. It's not as long as you think it is. When you go, it's a bracket. Once you go out of that bracket, hey. Except, <laughs> except God. I'm telling you. That's where we get to the except God. Unless God. Yeah. It's a short window. The earlier you, you'll be sitting there to become a prayer topic. We'll pray and pray. Every Friday when we come here, we'll pray. Every, even when we pray, we close. We'll leave you here. You'll be like Hannah, praying. Yeah. Praying. Because the window is small. I'll tell you this story and I go. One day I was in Zurich and there was this painting, the fame, you'll be there. There was this famous painting which we call, is it a Mona Lisa? Yeah, it was, it was on show. So, just spy it, spy a bit. I was surprised, everybody wanted long queues to go and see it. To my shock, nobody bought it. Nobody said, oh, let me buy it. Still beautiful, still the Rembrandt. Still beautiful, still nice. Nobody bought it. Nobody. Where the Rembrandt has reached is unbuyable. It's what? Unbuyable. So people will just look. Then they will go away. Look. Then they will go away. If you don't operate in your window, when the desire is up, he will come and look. And of course, when you pass, people will turn, wow. But nobody will buy. 
Some may even take pictures. But nobody will buy. Nobody will buy. Some will even hit and go away. But nobody will buy. Nobody will do what? That is in art. It's called we rent the paint. Rent and display and then bring it back. But nobody will buy. May you operate within your window. May you fulfill your call within the window that God has given to us. Within the time that God has. We don't have forever. Psalm 30, 37 verse 4. I close with that. The Bible said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will meet your desires. He will meet your desires. Let's delight in God. Let's be excited about the things of God. And God will also meet our desires. Stand to your feet. Let me bring this service to a close. Lift your hands. Just pray for yourself as we close. Finally, as we close, just pray and say, Lord, guide my desires. Help me. Pray and rebuke every evil desire that is in your heart right now. Pray and rebuke it now. The desire for the wrong thing, pray and rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. 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 Remember the devil put a desire in the heart of the woman. He put an evil desire in the heart of the woman and caused all the problems all our problems today were caused by that desire, that evil desire. Pray and rebuke every evil desire that the devil has put in your heart. Pray, pray and cancel it. Tell God, help me. Help me to overcome. Help me to be free of it. Help me to get rid of it. In the name of Jesus. 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 My God. My God. My God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes the devil places a very bad desire in our hearts. You see, if you look at the children of Israel, God was their king. He was their Lord. He was their everything. Then Satan put a desire in their hearts to ask for a king. To ask for a... It's like instead of God being our king, let one of us be our king. That's when the, the, all their problems started. Just one evil desire. He put it in. They came to someone. They said, we are tired. We don't want prophets anymore. Now we want kings. Just like other nations. Just like... So whatever you see influences you. They, see, they saw that all the other nations had kings. They said, oh, we, too, we want a king. Give us a king. So that would be like all the other That was the beginning of their problems. Begin to bind everything that the devil has shown you to stir up an evil desire in your heart right now. Lift your voice. Just bind it right now. Rapataba Zimbalo, 
Finally, I want you to pray that God should stir up good desires in your heart. Stir up good desires. Desires that will lead you to accomplish His purpose and His will for your life. Begin to pray right now. Robale bakamondo lobo simbalakaya mambala tomande brandola rembelebo simayolakaya lempa stir up a good design in our hearts a good design in our hearts lord stir it up lord stir it up lord in the name of jesus good desires good desires he said if a man desires the office of a shepherd the office of a bishop he desires a good thing Pray that God will stir up the desire for ministry, the desire for His will in your heart right now, right now, right now. My God, Mam Paloba Kempola Tembola Kaya Nepoli Motabayala Rampola Basombelotande Ripalota Meloba Nempola Bacambalota Yimbola Tendola Stir it up, Lord, stir it up, Lord, stir it up, Lord. Memoma Nebokaba, Rimato Baraba, Brendebedo, Romila Bokaya, Lempaloba, Nimpalonta, Nendo, Kimbalanda, Rapataba, Lempaloba. Stir up this desire in our hearts for ministry, for ministry. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Pray one more time, and I, this time I want you to pray specifically about your ministry. You may not even understand what it means, but pray. Say, Lord, stir up a strong desire in my heart for ministry. For ministry. Basically, I say, Lord, stir up a desire in my heart for your work. For your work. That goes beyond just coming to church and going for your work. Lift your voice, just begin to pray right now. Right now. Lord, stir up a desire in our hearts. For ministry, for ministry, for ministry, for ministry, for ministry. My God, Nimakabaya, Nampalobaba, Brondolobo, Simbalo, Ratoma, Lempola, Mempola, Menkola, Kambola, Ramandoba, Lebobo, Brondibiba, Rambalobaba, Brolebekebe, Robaloba, Kayaba, Brondebebe. Ratamala baba 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 bronta la basomba leke kemola teya taya lobala ripalo makaya a strong desire a strong desire a strong desire makoma le bakaya le paloba mampala bakembola rimota meloba sempalo tayela ni paloba kaya my god my god my god Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. I pray, stir up a desire in our hearts for spiritual things. Your word, de- de- your, your word declares that we should desire earnestly spiritual gifts. We should desire the best gifts. Stir up a desire in our hearts for spiritual things, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Stir up a desire in our hearts for ministry, for your word, declare that if any man desire the office of a bishop, 
he desires a good work. Stir up a desire for your work in every heart that is here present. Everyone that is watching and listening, stir up a desire in their hearts in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. We rebuke the devil and every evil desire that is in our hearts. We rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.